0: Everybody. welcome to Ask for Candy, where we talk about healing, self-care, love, sex, relationships, and what it takes to be amazing on the daily. Who I am is CandaceHarperLoveCoach.com, honey, and my purpose with this podcast is to create healthy romantic relationships all around the world through self-love, soul connections, and sweetness. But before we get to that, don't forget to subscribe to our audio broadcast, Ask for Candy, on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you normally download your podcasts. Also, you can email us at askforcandypodcast at gmail.com to leave comments, ask questions. You don't always have to agree with what we say, and we love it when you disagree, because that means we can have a discourse. And sometimes when you ask me a question, it becomes a topic on the show. So definitely email us. But... Just so you know, those of you who listen all the time, you know that for almost nine years, I've been a relationship coach and a group workshop facilitator. I'm also a hypnotherapist who specializes in RTT and an executive luxury matchmaker with Select Date Society. And you can check it out on selectdatesociety.com. And this is how I live into my purpose, the purpose of healing the past, loving myself unconditionally, and inspiring others to do the same, using their romantic lives as a field of creativity and inspiration a catalyst to their highest possible self. Relationship work is my zone of genius, and the best part about it is that week to week I get to grow and learn as I interact with hundreds of people around the most intimate parts of their lives. I get to take people on their journey from caterpillar to butterfly, from unhappy with their love lives or their partners to ecstatic. I get to teach people how to get out of their own way and tap into love as a limitless resource most importantly of all i get to do is i get to be part of what supports healthy beginnings and sustainably healthy relationships specifically i teach perfectionistic people how to heal the past love themselves unconditionally and start their love lives over from a clean slate every damn day we can clean slate it every damn day i tell you what And speaking of clean slating it, y'all know that I've I've recently moved to Alexandria, Virginia. It's been a few months. And so I'm meeting new friends, new people, new loves. And one of my most favorite new people is here (laughs) with me today. She is, you know, sometimes you meet new people and you just know that they're gonna be in your heart, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, you know that it's magical. So I met Miss Jada Purvis, right? Working at Select Date Society, we work together and we also are like instant, like soul sister friends. And it's wonderful. She's a certified matchmaker and relationship expert. She has over a decade of expertise in creating meaningful connections. And she's been featured in Cosmopolitan, Up Journey, Yahoo Sports, ABC News, Good day, DC, and many, many more. Talk about it, Jada. Hello, honey. Hello, honey. (laughs) How are you? Thank you for having me.
1: I'm so excited. I don't know why I'm so nervous.
0: Don't It's all love. It's all love. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I think, you know, I get the nervousness because I get nervous. I get nervous every time I do my own. I get nervous every time I do someone else's. And I always have to go back to just reminding myself, I mean, just you as you is, is perfect.
1: And we've had so many phone <laughs> conversations. I don't right? know why it's different that I'm sitting here across from you, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. I'm really? excited. I'm
0: very excited. Oh, good. That's awesome. I feel like today's topic is going to be um, very it, it very much applies to what we do as matchmakers. And mm-hmm. I love that, that you know having this conversation with a fellow matchmaker because often what I do is I have people come on who are either listeners to the show mm-hmm. or they have coaching expertise in some other area and we can sort of like, you know talk about that. But I haven't talked to many other love coaches, many other matchmakers on the show. Mm. So it's going to be exciting because okay. you and I already talk about we our do. matchmaking. Every day. <laughs> every, every, day, day. Every, day. Yeah. Right. every damn day. Yeah. Every damn day. But also we, we talk, a lot of times we talk about what are a lot of the challenges that people come up against. And like I said, you know, one of my things that I'm really aligned with because it comes from my own experience, is this thing about helping perfectionistic people Mm -hmm. break out of their perfectionism and actually be able to enjoy relationships and find love and not be so critical, right? Mm So today's topic: Are you beautiful enough to date a short man? <laughs> oh boy! That's the question for the listeners. That's the question for us as well, because I've had yeah. tall man syndrome myself. You and me both. <laughs> you too, a hundred percent. Yes. What yes. is that about that tall man thing?
1: You know, I don't know. What, I what's think the honestly, I think it's a a. Comfort like I feel protected. Yes. I feel like ooh, he's masculine. Right, <laughs> he, if anything happens, he's got me. Yeah. Never I've never dated anyone under probably like five eleven. Really? Yeah, my ex husband was six one. Yeah. Always dated tall men.
0: Always oh, tall men. And I think you're right, that whole thing about protection and you know, it's like we're biologically wired to want to feel smaller mm-hmm. and like they can, you know, handle us and take it's care like of feminine. us. It's
1: like feminine. You feel like... A yeah, woman.
0: you feel more girly. You feel more girly. All of that, I think, is valid, right? So we don't want to just negate that because I think, you know, like biologically, we're wired to want some, you know, like to to be... And I walk a fine line here because we know that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're independent women. Mm -hmm. We can take care of ourselves. Some of us are even packing heat in our purse. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Not me, not us in particular. But, you know, we're not saying that women are actually weak and can't take care of themselves. But there is sort of a biological wiring, a history of you know, wanting that feeling of like, you know, oh, my man's got me and he can protect Mm. me and he can provide me safety, security, stability. Mm -hmm. And it seems to express itself physically in the sizes of our bodies, right? Yeah. So let's not, you know, we don't want to negate that because we want to validate that a lot of us feel that way. Mm There's a, um, a YouTube pair that I watch sometimes, and they're younger. They're like millennial age. They Abba and Preach. Have you ever heard of no, them? No, I've never heard of them. They're younger, and they make fun of a lot of like different YouTube things that talk about love and relationships. Because often it's you know there'll be young women singles that they're putting together, and the young women always say, "I want him to be tall. I want him mm-hmm. to be tall. I want him to be tall." And they make fun of that a lot. Yeah. But it is just a natural chemical thing, right? So that aside. We miss out on so many good men. 100%. 100%.
1: Because there are, and we all have those lists. I think yeah. for me, in my younger years, mm. I will not age myself. <laughs> uh, but in my younger years, I had a specific list of everything I wanted, and height was probably the number one thing. Yeah. But now, as I'm of a certain age, it's not as important. It's still something that I look at, and yeah. I still find myself sometimes like, Oh. Only five eight, you know? but wait—you got to
0: tell how tall you are. You got to tell because <laughs> we come clean. We
1: come clean. clean. I am five three. Yes, yeah, so A you full five three, right?
0: So five eight could be tall for you. It could be
1: tall for me, <laughs> but it doesn't. I'm not.
0: I wasn't. I will yeah.
1: say as comfortable because I was used to dating.
0: Like bigger men.
1: Bigger men. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, okay, well, what else does he bring to the table? Because I think that's important. Yeah. But I also still in the back of my mind, I'm like, honey, he is not one. Right? I don't even know that this is going to work. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, is this going to
0: happen? Right. <laughs> I totally get it. I mean, I have gotten into myself into trouble with so many situationships mm. just based on, you know, I, I let that sort of... I let it stop at the chemical thing. Like they were tall enough, they smelled good, mm. you know, moderately good-looking enough. And also, I and I've said this on the podcast before. I have let men who w- w- maybe weren't that good-looking in the face, if they had the height. You and me both. I am a victim. <laughs> All right? Mm-hmm. It's like you let yourself sort of be fooled, and it's like, oh, if they're tall enough, I can work out the rest. Yeah. And a lot of guys I think sort of take advantage of that, mm-hmm. you know, and play off of that. But I started thinking about this topic and then I was like, let me just sort of look at, you know, on the internet you can access anything, but I was like, let me look at like celebrity couples where the yeah. woman is taller, right? So I came up with some that I found and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read off some of them. So Jason Statham, first of all, all these Hollywood dudes are so short. And anyway. there's very few, like there's the Jason Momoa's mm. and like Ben Affleck's, I mean, they're the, one percent, I think, yeah. of Hollywood.
1: I, what is what is the standard? What are they? Five, between five, seven, five, nine? I yeah. Think.
0: Yeah. That's the standard. Like, these are little guys. And I even put Kevin Hart on this. I think Kevin Hart is like five, five or something. Kevin like Hart is five, four. I yeah. Believe. He's a little guy. Yeah, my height. Right? <laughs>
1: but funny as hell. Well, funny. He's got a huge personality. Yeah. And great energy, which I think makes
0: up for... His height, height. (laughs) and that's what I want us to deep dive into. So, Jason Statham, that action star, he he's with Rosie Huntington Whiteley, right? She's super tall. I think she was a model. Kevin Hart and Aniko Mm Parish. Aniko Parish is taller than Kevin. Pharrell Williams is with a woman whose name is Helen Mm -hmm. Lassichan. I can't even Lassichan or something. I don't know how you say it. Even Adam Levine, who reads tall, Adam Levine of Maroon 5. He is?
1: How tall is he? No, he, I
0: think he's like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, Stop it. Yeah! Oh, goodness. <laughs> I mean, unless Bahati Prinsloo, is who, uh, who's with Adam Levine, and unless she's like 6'3", which I don't think she no, is. No, but she's a
1: model too, I think.
0: She's a model yeah. as well, but I don't think she's 6 feet tall. No. Yeah, she's, she's got height on him. Um, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, even though Chrissy Teigen's not that much taller.
1: I know, right? I love them. Well, but he's, what is he, 5'8", I think?
0: I think so, And she was the model. Yeah, so she's, yeah, and don't let her put on heels, because then she's towering over him. Mm -hmm. And then get this one, Tina Fey, her husband, his name is Jeff Richmond, which I don't know if he works in entertainment, but he's a little guy. Really? Yeah, I think he's like shoulder height to her. <laughs> wow, right? <laughs> right and then look at all of nicole kidman's husbands <laughs> always, shorter. <laughs> always shorter i mean tom cruise was well was i say was but he right. is like he's five what, eight or five something? eight yeah but
1: he didn't he wear things like lift shoes to yeah make his that
0: well that's what they said the rumor was is that he would wear lifts in his shoes, which i wouldn't want to put it past them hmm. you know they do what they they got to do yeah right yeah
1: and keith urban
0: and Keith Urban's short, just like Tom Cruise. Yep. Yeah, you see pictures, and she's almost like a head taller than. And these they're days. all still married and very happy. They're all still married and very happy. Huh. But I was like thinking, and you know, and obviously, you never know what's going on in, in a celebrity's relationship. But I was like, so what is it about these guys? It, you know, it's not that they're rich because these women that they're with are all power women. Yeah. So you can't attribute it to just because they have money or whatever. But what I think it is is like the confidence, the mm-hmm. the uh, charisma. They just have, you know, spectacular personalities. Like we were saying, Kevin Hart, it's funny. Yeah, big personalities. Big personalities, Mm -hmm. like they're coming with all of that. Yeah, Yeah. and while I don't think that height can guarantee one way or the other whether you're getting a good person, Mm -hmm. I do think that there are certain things that short men are motivated to cultivate. (laughs) So let's... (laughs) Unpack that. <laughs> right? Let's talk about
1: that. let So, talk about so that. what what makes you say that? Do you, mm. Are you saying that you feel because they lack a little bit in height that they bring so much more to the table with personality, with conversation, with charisma, with all those things because yeah. they're smaller? I, I think I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not always. Obviously, you know, it's not like yeah. a, a, yeah, yeah. a hard and fast rule. Because obviously there's going to be, you know, short men who have like Napoleon syndrome or whatever. Yeah. And can be just as abusive and horrible. Sure. You know, I don't think that anything's a guarantee of personality. But I do think that when we, we're classifying men as, you know, healthy men who want relationships, mm-hmm. who actually want to have, you know, healthy relationships, want to love women, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I think that when you're a short guy who has that desire and you're taking sort of a healthy road with it, where you're not like, you know, uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? You don't have all sorts sorts of resentment Mm. because of your Mm -hmm. height, your lot in life, or whatever. I think that they are more motivated to cultivate, like being, you know, having a sense of humor, Mm -hmm. or um, having high character, being helpful and chivalrous, Mm -hmm. like all of those good things that really round out a relationship. I think developing themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, personal growth. I mean, I i've gone through personal growth things before the the pandemic where you could actually be in the same room with a lot of people yeah and most of the men were under and i can remember when i was in my like height drunkenness i was like why are all these dudes so short mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and we've all been there right <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right interesting. yeah so i'm gonna like break that down so like you know that's the, and then the other thing i think is core values mm. Right? Now, this is not to say that tall men don't have core values. I think there's a lot of tall men out there that do. I think, actually, I think all of us have core values. Not all of us are aware of them. And not all of us have core values that are uh, supportive to a relationship. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: I think that tall men are a little bit more secure and confident. Mm. Right? Because they know most women
0: want
1: a tall man. Yeah. So I think sometimes what I've seen just in previous relationships or situationships as you would say, um men that are not 5'11", 6'1", etc., mm. their confidence level is not necessarily as high because yeah. I think for them it's I don't know, it's just a weird dynamic. I think for them they struggle a little bit. So yeah. sometimes they want to have overly you know, huge personality and sometimes do entirely too much because they're trying to make up for that insecurity. If not being tall enough, Yeah, but a tall guy, what does he have to be insecurity, you know, insecure about?
0: But then that brings up the question, is it confidence or is it arrogance? Is it, mm. I know cause I'm tall women are going to want me, which means yeah. I don't have to really develop much else. <laughs> <laughs> but in your experience, what have you seen? I feel like, especially like you, like you go on the dating apps for one thing, and I feel like a lot of tall men, they lead with that because they know.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. They know, and
0: I've known, like, like men that I've known that are tall, they definitely um you know whether you want to call it big dick swagger or whatever yep. like yep. It's, it's like they lead with this sort of like bravado mm. that you know whatever it is that i'm tall so of course you want me mm-hmm. of course you're and i used to be definitely a sucker for that like when i didn't know what to be connecting to mm-hmm. yeah like it was like yeah he you know mm. <laughs> right whatever <laughs> like, you want to call it like bad boy syndrome or you know that thing where you're trying to work to please or you know, when someone, you know, I always talk about on the show, struggle love, where mm-hmm. it's like, I like a man who I'm gonna have to chase after him and be yes. good enough for. And I feel like that tends to be more common um, with tall men. Mm. Like they, cause they, you know, they think they know. I got it like that. They
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say just from my experience, most of the men that I've dated, as I said, have been, you know, five, 11, six feet. Oh. It's interesting because as I'm going through dating now, being single and experiencing dating in my 40s my sons always tell me oh you have such a type and I'm like no I don't they always say they're like he's not tall enough mom he's not this he's not that I'm like that's not true but when I play back previous relationships I've had I don't know what it is about the height thing yeah it's all I've always dated tall like just masculine like manly like (laughs) <laughs> kind of man, you know? Yeah, I don't know what that
0: is. Well, I, I think it's that, that physicality thing, like what we were talking about earlier. And so when I say, you know, are you beautiful enough to date a short man? Like I, I pose it as a question because it's a question I ask myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and as much as we take care of our outsides and I think girl, you know, you and me, I know we doing it. Mm-hmm. As much as we, do, and I know my listeners out there, yes. you know what I mean? They know how to put it together as much as we take care of our outsides and we think about you know that, that external beauty, and I think just in the time that I've known you that we also both sort of con- concentrate on taking care of our insides, Absolutely. right? Being beautiful from the inside out. Yeah. But it's like, do I know myself to be beautiful enough that I can have an intimate connection with a short man? And the reason I ask that question is because I feel like it takes being in touch with certain things that often when I'm just attracted to somebody because they're tall and good-looking, I'm, I'm negating or I'm denying. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like my empathy and acceptance. Mm-hmm. Like, am I in such a state of empathy and acceptance with myself that I don't need that uh, chemical or egoic boost of having somebody who's, who's visually, you know, what other people think I should be with? Hmm. You know what I mean? Well, That's I know I've had
1: conversations with you mm-hmm. about my dating life mm-hmm. and there are people that I'm entertaining mm-hmm. that are <laughs> not necessarily my, my typical standard but again, I think it's they, they bring so much other things to the table and as I've gotten older, I think Hyde is fantastic and yes, yeah. I feel like, oh, I'm so protected and he's tall and he's hot but now as I'm getting older, I'm meeting people that have similar characteristics, if not even more, just yeah. dynamic, incredible men, that I'm like, huh, you know, I'm willing to- I'm, I'm You're willing more to, open. I'm more open, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that comes with age and maturity, yeah. or if it comes with experience. You and I have both been through a lot of similar experiences, so I don't know if it's that, but mm. it's interesting that is women that is the, and you know, as matchmakers, yeah. what is the number one thing women say that they want? They want height. They
0: want money. There you go. <laughs> it's height, you money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and then <it> usually like, <laughs> then in, a, then it, in a, a, a far third, it's like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you know, I so want them to have character. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love what you're pointing at too, because I do think it's a combination of you know, the maturity that can come with age, but I think what we can offer is, you know, even if you're not older, like, if, if I could go back and talk to my 30-year-old self, mm. my 25-year-old self. what you saying. Oh, girl.
1: I know. I have so many conversations. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I mean, first of all, I would just be like, understand what is truly important to you at your core. Mm-hmm. Like, like, really understand that. Like, let go of whatever you've been told needs to be important to mm-hmm. you. You know, like um, uh, success mm-hmm. and status, mm-hmm. education. Not that education is not important, but, you know, it was for, for success and status sure. when I was that age, right? Let go of that you need to be, uh, you know, at a certain level professionally. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to get there, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but that you need it in right. order to be enough. Let go of all that stuff because all of that stuff is part of what for me dictated needing to be with someone that was also a visual representation of that.
1: Mm.
0: Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I needed to be able to walk in a room, whether it was with my friends or my family, and you know, we're the good looking couple. Yeah, he's tall, tall and this and that, that. handsome. That. Just like <laughs> right? an incredible person. To yeah. What your friends and family are
1: like, ooh. Right?
0: Like, you picked good. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you Mm -hmm. want that kind of admiration, that little bit of jealousy, that sort of thing. That's what I would tell my young self, that all of that stuff is worthless. I agree. Right? Yeah. Like, all of it that you think that you need to be good enough and to be whole, and all of it that you think that you need for other people to see you a certain way, Mm -hmm. absolutely worthless. I
1: agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. yeah. What, what would you tell your young self, your baby self? Oh my gosh, so many things.
1: <laughs> but I think that's a, that's a huge thing. I put heavy expectations on the wrong things. Yeah. I paid attention to the wrong things, which led me to not the best relationships, staying in an abusive relationship. Yeah. led me to a bunch of different things. Yeah. Um. So I would probably say to to not reduce my expectations, obviously, because I want somebody that can meet where i'm at. Yeah. But i think i paid attention to the wrong things. Is he fit enough? Is he tall enough? Is he hot enough? Will yeah. my my friends and family be like, "Oh gosh, he is so attractive. Will we have incredible looking children?" Right? Like, focus on <laughs> all of those different things versus, yeah. "How will he treat me? Yeah. What type of man is he? Is he does he have integrity? Does he what are his family values?" I didn't think about that then.
0: Right? So at it's all. paying attention
1: to the wrong things, I would say, honey, do not do that.
0: Right? And I talk a big game, like it's like, oh, I go back to my 30, 30, you know, twenties self, but even in my early 40s, because mm-hmm. that's how I ended up in an abusive relationship, because mm-hmm. I still was in that mindset. And you know, just from our work, that we have women in their 50s, 60s, even yes. 70s, yeah. who are still of that mindset of that they, they've got to be tall and good looking.
1: Tall, good looking, highly educated, and yeah, successful.
0: And successful.
1: But I think, and I don't know, well, actually, I do know Mm because you and I have had this conversation. When you get to a certain age, when
0: does all that go away? Right? When does it become... Now, here's the thing, though. I I think a lot of times people collapse two things. When it comes to successful, especially financially successful, Mm -hmm. I do think that there is something to be said for wanting somebody who has a healthy relationship with money. Mm-hmm. meaning that right that that money is not something that hinders their life it's not something that kind of has a chain around them it's not something that they've sacrificed everything mm-hmm. for and it's also not something that they have you know uh, a heavy negative charge around like either ends of those spectrum are no good for a relationship mm-hmm. but i think you know we collapse it with with success means money and so I think a lot of times, and I was just talking to a matchmaking client the other day, a lot of times what we, what we miss out on is the reason we're looking for success is because we're hoping for security and stability. That's the feelings yes. that we want to feel, right? Yeah. And those feelings can come from someone, who, you know, whether or not they make millions, someone who has a secure and stable relationship with provision mm-hmm. and money, and it's not even the amount of money, right? Even though I get, you know, people do want a lifestyle match. Like if I can just take a, you know, pick up and go to Paris, I want you to be able to do that too. Mm-hmm. Or if I can just take a Medi- Mediterranean cruise, I want you to be able to do that too. But I think, you know, the, the way that we limit ourselves is when we, we think about it too much. We put it in our head and it becomes this, if he doesn't look successful in the parameters of what I think successful mm-hmm. is. Exactly. Which is an amount of money, a net worth, and, you know, whether he can spend a lot of it. Right? I think that's where that's problematic. It's very problematic,
1: but where does it come from? Yeah. Because it's not just you and I. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, there's a... There's all our matchmaking clients. (laughs) Right. There's a A ton of women that have that same mindset. So where does that come from? Because I would like to think I'm an extremely confident person, as I know you are. Yeah. And now, as I said, I feel more comfortable. I height is neither here nor there for me. Yeah. But at what point does that shift in your mind? Yeah. I mean, we've got 60, 70 year seventy-year-old clients, as you said, and it's still a thing. It's still a thing. It's Where a does that come thing. from?
0: I honestly think that it has everything to do with the security, stability thing, and I think that comes from uh, h- historical experiences,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. right? And I think it can go. I, 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 I'm a believer, just from my hypnotherapy work that everything goes back to childhood, right? So whatever yes. I experienced in my childhood that taught me about love and stability and security and attachment,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if I haven't worked on it, healed it, like Ayanla says, Auntie Ayanla, you Auntie sent me that out the other day. The other day. Yes. <laughs> like she says, if I'm not doing my work, mm-hmm. then I'm sort of unconsciously following what I learned as a child, what I learned about abandonment, what I learned about all you know, that. security, all of that. So I could get to be, you know, well into my 60s, 70s and 80s and if that child is still running the show for me mm. and dictating what I need emotionally, then because I'm an adult now I can put all this sort of logistics on top of it. Right. So security means money, financial success. He has to wear a suit, things like that. Or um, success in a relationship means that I have found someone who is a visual representation of what it is I want to create mm-hmm. so that I am impressing people, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, it's very heady. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like, you know, heart, heart. Mm-hmm. and what we need is human beings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the thing, like, like in our younger years, just that willingness to go back and look at that stuff. Like, yeah. you, when you're in your 20s, if someone would have told me in my 20s and 30s that I could go back and look at it without reliving it, mm. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Heal it, and yeah. then start all over. That's why I always talk about starting all over mm-hmm. from a clean slate, mm-hmm. and then start all over going forward at, from a different mindset, a different set of beliefs. Ciao! <laughs> <Yes, and yeah. laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah yeah and i feel like that that is where it comes powerful. from yeah mm-hmm. yeah girl i don't know we got work to do with these people that we're matching we definitely do another thing that's big i think is the empathy and acceptance thing so mm. i think that if we miss out on these short guys who you know and like i said the ones that do healthfully want a relationship because they are short guys they tend to be more empathetic and accepting yes right i agree a hundred percent they're also
1: much more nurturing and they're much more charming and romantic and they put out
0: all the, all the stops because they know they don't have that height too right and that, this is not all short guys this well, is the do healthy you think one. that's
1: true do you think that they that's why they do it
0: uh, i think here's the thing and you know any men that listen you can you can dispute it if you want to and i'm totally open to that because i don't feel like there's any absolute statements I think that most of what men do is about getting pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I would
1: not disagree.
0: Right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, right, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm simplifying it. Ultimately, it's about getting the love of a woman. You know, we're talking about straight men, you know, in this particular conversation. And I think that most men who want the love of a woman, I would say 80 to 90% of what they do is about that whether they're willing to admit it or not. Whether it's it's their creative expression or why they make money yeah. or whatever, it's because they want love. They want the love of, of a woman that they want, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that when you have certain social limitations and I'm only calling it a limitation because you know, like we were just talking about socially, we're always talking about wanting the tall guy, Yeah. right? So if you're short, you might consider that a social limitation. Yep. So then you have to develop other things and you have to concentrate on other things, right? Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't one of those things be, you know, my actual ability to be accepting, unconditional, loving, Mm -hmm. empathetic? Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. maybe you can wear whatever you want or do whatever you want. I'm still going to love you kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You can study whatever you want. You can be as successful as you want to be. I'm still going to love you because I just love you. Like, I think that a tall guy could be capable of, capable of that. Obviously, they're capable of it. Yeah. But I think the motivation, especially in the beginnings of a relationship, is much higher when when you're not coming with all kinds of things that instantly win, win a woman over.
1: I don't think they work as hard. Right? They don't need to because work as hard. To be fair, <laughs> dating, especially the beginning stages, is like you're courting someone. Mm-hmm. Like you're... It's... You know what i always say dating for data like yeah, you are yeah. trying to figure out could this be my person and i think men especially when you hit six one six, even six feet six two six three yeah they're like listen i do not have to answer all <laughs> of these to, right? questions because <laughs> right? i
0: am six three <laughs> That's so funny, because this week I interviewed a guy who's 6'5", and he was exactly like that. Yeah, he didn't, they don't, really I don't have to have answer all these same. questions. I don't, did, did you not hear me just say I am 6'5"?
1: Right. Why are you asking me this? It's so crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so crazy, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. you are like, mm-hmm. don't you know what I come
1: with? But isn't that interesting that that's what they lead with? Yeah. So That's then true. it makes me think, at least now, it makes me think, well, what else do you have to bring to the table? I get that you're 6'5". Yeah. But what else do you have to bring to the table?
0: Exactly. There was a guy that I met, and we're still friends to this day, mm-hmm. like friends in that we're, we're cool with each other on social media and stuff like that. He's got a fiance now. But I met him years ago on, of all apps, Plenty of Fish, which is- Oh, we have talked about right? that We've app. We've talked about mm-hmm. that app. It might as well be called Plenty of Losers, because anybody <laughs> with a computer. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're on it, sorry. but yeah, it's not—it's <laughs> definitely not the premium, premium place to be meeting people. And I think even in his in his uh, profile tag name or whatever, it, it was something about being tall. And I don't want to give it out because I think he still uses it like on his Instagram. But tall was in it, so you know that he's like—that's what he was. That's leading what with. he leads with. Yeah, and yeah. even to this day, like I said, he uses it on his Instagram. He, you know, and he is about six five.
1: But so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Is that title what drew you
0: to that profile? Girl, there? you know
1: yes!
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> See? Because we're going, we're going back about a little over a decade. So yeah, I mean, even though I was in a growth conversation and I'm trying to be all you know high <laughs> and mighty with my, my evol- evolution and transformation, at that time I was still very attracted to tall men. men. And honestly, he's got a lot more going for him now but back then, he really wasn't about a whole much. Like, but you were attracted to I was attracted to that. And you wanted to, to pursue it. Regardless yes. if he was
1: in alignment with what you want what you're looking for, he was tall.
0: Exactly. Isn't that something? And that's what they cash in on. Oh. And here's the thing. Once again, just so everybody knows, we are generalizing. I'm not saying every tall guy does. But I think, statistically speaking, there's this sort of like, I'm tall. And don't be tall and mm-hmm. good looking. Remember, like, like I always say, you know, guys in the, like li- light-skinned dudes in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. light-skinned light dudes in the 90s were very popular. Very <laughs> popular, because <laughs> right? that was a thing right? 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 And don't be tall, good-looking, light-skinned, and in the 90s. Oh, right? That's
1: like, you're done, <laughs> right? That's
0: it. Like all the women are throwing their mm-hmm. panties, right? Yes. So I think that, you know, that's something that, that hasn't really completely gone away. And so, you know, when we 're dealing with these clients and stuff like that, and for me particularly, I notice when i 'm in coaching programs, I recently had a client who I love and adore her, but even all the way up until the end, she had some sort of evolution around it. She still had a concern about being attracted to someone good looking she mm-hmm. she'd evolved it a little bit, mm-hmm. but she went from when I first met her the highest priority for her was that he be tall and good-looking. And even though she had had so many, um, I'm not going to call them failures, because I don't believe that the past relationships are failures, but just relationships that didn't work out, Mm -hmm. and she was in a story of being the bad relationship girl, she still felt like that was the thing to be looking for. Hmm. So I think that's, you know, what I want to sort of drive home to everybody. Like, that, not not that you should... um, reject someone because they are tall but that we're missing out on so many great guys when we're of that mindset you have
1: to be open to it yeah i I think that's the biggest thing you have to be first of all you have to shift your mindset and if you're single and not happy about being single you have to say okay what am i willing to exchange yeah am i going to exchange height yeah because that's very minimal, right. obviously. Or am <laughs> I going to exchange that they're going to be a great guy to my children? Yeah. Like, which one are you going to give up? Right.
0: And I think it's it's all about shifting the, your mindset. I love that you said that because I, this whole thing of like zero sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like to use the word sacrifice because people, I think, have a very negative, negative association with that word. But, you know, this mentality that someone's going to hit all of the all of your stats and all of your requirements and that they have to in order for you to even you know nod at them yeah i mean you know we have so many clients who like the, on a picture mm-hmm. no decline decline on a picture you mm-hmm. can't and, and if you're out there and you're on dating apps like if you're negating people based on their picture mm-hmm. unless it's a god-awful picture I yeah mean, we horrible. know yeah, yeah. not everybody's photogenic not everybody's photogenic but unless there's something in the picture, like you know, we recently had some issues. <laughs> that, <yes. laughs> We've recently had some issues. Unless there's something in the picture that that suggests that there's something about them that is just markedly not viable. Right. Right. It, to judge someone based on a picture without even having any sort of message exchange with them, mm-hmm. not even you know. And here's the thing, I feel like with the matchmaking clients, they get the benefit of knowing a lot of details about the person. 100%. Right? But then to then negate them based on their picture, mm-hmm. it's like, you know you're standing in your own way. How many times
1: do we have that conversation? Yeah. You've got to get out of your own way. you got to get out this of your own way. This is an incredible person. This is what they bring to the table. Yeah. Are they 6'2"? No. no. But do they hit
0: every other right
1: check in your box a hundred percent
0: and like you said are they going to treat your kids good right are they going to treat you
1: well family values yeah are they successful are they financially secure what's their long-term goals yeah i would look at that more so than are they six three yeah but that's my mind and because i was that person that was like exactly "Uh nope 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 but then again i suffered because i went through Horrible experiences in relationships when people were not as nice to me, but they were tall. But they were tall, (laughs) right? And they they were very nice. Get away with so
0: much shit. Mm -hmm. Like I think about it, and the reason why I feel like it's such an important reformation is because, like, I think about what I let people get away with in my life. Mm -hmm. And even though it, it pains me to say it, because I consider myself to be somewhat of an intelligent person, yeah. They got away with it because they were tall. Tall, and, uh, attractive. That's tall, attractive, and it's simplifying it, but it was that chemical attraction
1: hundred
0: that said, you can do whatever you want and run roughshod over my life because <laughs> I have... I, yeah, it's okay. Because I have a chemical attraction to you and visually you represent what my ego wants, which is to be impressive to other people. And what does... Candace of today. <laughs> I yeah, Or Candace say, Candace of today. What is that mindset? Candace of today is a recovering tallaholic. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Always right. So right? I'm so sorry. Right. I'm a recovering <laughs> tallaholic. I cannot say that I would not be uh, uh, physically swayed to be attracted to someone or more flirtatious with someone if they approached me and they were tall. But I can say... That they would not be able to infiltrate into my queendom Mm, because they they reach a certain height, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. they would really have to come with the core value stuff. They would really have to come with the character stuff.
1: That's important,
0: right? For it to even be a consideration. And you know that I recently had a situation. I've talked about Mm -hmm. it on the podcast with somebody who was tall had all the stats, not just yep. the external ones, but it just, you know, seemingly all the all the ones that I thought were internal ones until I realized that he just couldn't keep his word. Yep. And that's important. It's so important. Because as <laughs> we get
1: older, that's what that's what we look at. Yeah. if you say you're going to do something, do it.
0: Do it. Yep. Keep your word. Honesty like like what you say, what you're saying is what you really mean. Mm-hmm. Right? And showing up. And showing up, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I think we also don't think about things like, even if you're young getting into a relationship, you never know what can happen in life. And yeah. you want somebody who, you know, if you're in the hospital, they're gonna be by your hospital bed. They're mm-hmm. gonna be helping you make decisions. What if you can't make decisions for yourself? I know. Do you want some tall, stupid motherfucker who doesn't <laughs> know what like, to Right? I don't know what to do. Okay? <laughs> How to talk to the doctor? No, or do you want, not. you know, somebody who actually cares about finding out what they need to find mm-hmm. out, will talk to the people that have to care for you medically, mm-hmm. you know, just obviously that's, it's an archaic thing. You know you know, who knows? But you never know. You never know. Right. <laughs> right. You never
1: know. Which is scary. But also if you're secure and confident in yourself, you know, it'll happen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. It's true. Mm. And, you know, I feel like we're having this conversation and for me I I feel like it is it is solidifying how I've been feeling lately about you know, how I've been standing in my own way. Mm. Because I think when we deal with our clients, and I don't you can tell me if you experience the same thing, I often see so much of myself in our, in our clients. Like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times their desires are mirrored. And so, you know, by that, I feel like I get a lot of transformation out of that. Yeah, I would agree. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think getting
1: into this business for me, and I've obviously been doing it for a million years, but I didn't realize... How much of a list and just different things that that I saw in myself that other people do yeah and then I talked to, to people and have conversations and I'm like what are you doing like you don't want to you don't want to meet him because he's you know
0: he doesn't have a house he, in He in doesn't have a LA. house in the Hamptons. <laughs> right. have like
1: a, you know, although he's a multi-millionaire, yeah. great guy, very attractive, brings so much to the table, what mm-hmm. are you doing? So I think that this this career has actually led me to see a lot of that myself, because mm-hmm. I know I had a list, honey. Right? That's Steve cool. Harvey said at one point back in the day, like, mm-hmm. make that list, manifest it. And yeah. I was like, okay, tall, <laughs> Big wow. dick to live here. Right? <laughs> And now I'm like seven eh. figures. right? <laughs> but it's interesting that you say that because we we see it every day. Yeah, we see it every day. And I want to be able to help people and say, you know what? There's so much more outside of that. Why would you miss out on an incredible human? Yeah, because you're looking because for these stats, you're looking for these stats. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think, too, it's like, you know, because we don't want anybody to feel like, oh, you have to be like Jesus, high and mighty. And <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I think here's the value in the manifestation list. And and I've talked about this on the show before as well. If what you're trying to manifest is uh, what is at your core as Mm -hmm. a human being, Mm -hmm. not the logistics in your mind, like that's the difference in whether your manifestation list is actually a workable list or not. Because I believe we can manifest whatever we want. I agree. But if our manifestation is... uh, Uh, head-centered, analytical manifestation, Mm -hmm. then we do miss out on that heart-centered stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So like you were saying, and my I had a list like that two years ago Mm -hmm. before I started Love Coaching even that was, you know, tall, wealthy, big dick, you know, (laughs) all those things Mm -hmm. that were all from my head because I wanted, you know, whatever came from that. And even though I didn't necessarily manifest wealthy, Tall and big dick, I've manifested a lot of.
1: (laughs) And those relationships are Right? Exactly. All of them Mm -hmm. are
0: in the trash and in the toilet. And if I look back on those lists, they didn't have a whole lot of, you know, um, uh, responsible,
1: Mm. you know,
0: high character, Mm -hmm. loving a family, um, understanding, empathetic... Mm -hmm self-loving healthy self-love spiritual like none of those things maybe a little bit of that was on the list but not a whole lot Uh, and they were usually kind of near the end right but i
1: think that has to go too with being intentional Uh i've learned you have to be very intentional with what you're doing but it also takes your own personal growth and self-awareness to get there yeah like you have to be able to if you want to date you have to date intentionally you can't I mean, we can all just date if we want for the sake of dating. Right. But if you want to be and serious. There's always sex to be had. There's always there's sex like to be had. Right? <laughs> right. And that's not, I mean, it's not, you can find that. Yes. It's not, you know, with anybody, <laughs> right? Um, but I think that has something to do with it too. It's just being very intentional with what you're doing and yeah. not necessarily leaning so much on this list, this list, this list. If yeah. you're ready and you want to be intentional and meet that person, I think you gotta let go of quite a few things in order yeah. to find that person, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and trust. Let yeah. go of those things and trust mm-hmm. that they're gonna come in the, like the things that really will have it be sustainable are gonna come in the package it needs to come in. Mm-hmm. Which, that's some scary shit. They're like, I know, saying that, I'm you like, like, saying <laughs> that, I'm <laughs> like. But does. it's true, but yeah. it's very true.
1: It's scary, but it's true. And if you're ready and open to it, it'll find you.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree. And I think, you know, it, it just having that faith and hope in it, I know it sounds like so Pollyanna, but, you know, it, I think that that's what it's yep. about. And I was talking to a client the other day, and I'm like, this really is a, a game of faith. like, Because mm-hmm. it's a process, it's an exploration. Everybody you meet is not going to be the one so, so tightening down on your logistics and making it even more um, stringent, your yeah. requirements, is not going to help you. Yeah, you have
1: to <laughs> be open to it. If you're not open, what's the point?
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the more we close off, the harder it gets. It's like, why are you even doing it? Right. You know, yeah. And I say all of it, you know, knowing that I'm speaking to myself as well. Mm. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I do too a lot of times. I'm like, oh. That's something I could have said to me, right? And I would have paid attention to, you know. <laughs> I think I, I agree,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah it's important.
1: I love it, honey. I know it was <laughs> fun, I know. it goes it by really, really fast. It does go by fast, I
0: can't even believe time's up, right? Right, so we definitely want people to come and visit us at selectdatesociety.com, right? To get yes. registered and stuff like that, because we are amazing matchmakers, there's no doubt about that, and um. I don't know what else. So, yeah, you guys know I always talk about my book. I'm not mad, but she's so crazy. It's coming. It's coming.
1: Uh, let me tell you just it's a coming. sidebar. Yes. I had a lengthy conversation with Miss Candace the other night <laughs> and said, "Get busy. Yes. What do you need me to do yes. so you can get this book on track right I Mm -hmm. appreciate
0: that you did you did Mm -hmm. um and I think that even just that show of support you know helped to like get me more serious about Mm -hmm. you know being back on my schedule of finishing things up and and things like that but I talk a lot about um you know understanding yourself that self-love thing getting in touch Mm -hmm. with your core values and like what you were talking about what was it that you said earlier um getting intentional Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but but you know when we say getting intentional, it's like knowing myself, right? Like aligning with who I know myself to be. And that's what a lot of the book is about. And, you know, I got to be honest as I grow and learn and learn more and more stuff. It's like, I want to add more and more stuff to the Mm -hmm. book and I don't know when to stop. (laughs) Right? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know when to stop because the growing never stops. I hope it never stops. No, it won't. Yeah. 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 So there's that. And then also you guys know, I, I work with perfectionistic women on healing the past, loving ourselves unconditionally, and starting all over from a clean slate. I do that with coaching and hypnotherapy, so you know that you can reach out. As far as that's concerned, go to CandiceHarperLoveCoach.com. Sign up for a free consultation if you want to talk about how you can get into that place of not wanting to date short men. It's not so I can sell you on dating short men, <laughs> but get to that place. we got all kinds of tones and signals mm-hmm. going on today. But to get you to that place of... Um, out of your head, out of the logistics out of your ego and into a heart-centered place where you've healed all that past stuff you're not feeling desperate for attachment yeah so some fool can't come along you know over six feet tall and run roughshod over your life because you're not trying to make something happen from your ego mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know if you want to be in that sort of healthy, position of knowing that you can align with someone sustainable, someone who loves you, loves your kids, mm-hmm. treats you like the queen that you are, somebody you don't have to chase after.
1: Exactly. Right? Who wants the chase? <laughs> who wants
0: the chase? I talk a lot about it. the the listeners know, I talk a lot about that chase and what that chase means and um you don't have to Mm -hmm. right you don't have to be chasing anybody and if you want to get to a place where your alone time is a valuable time that's one thing that i've been very focused on which i never let myself do throughout my adult life you can tell me what your experience has been i consider myself a recovering serial monogamist as well Mm -hmm. always in a relationship very little time in between same right And it wasn't until these past few years and it took being in a very abusive relationship for me to understand the value of alone time mm. that's powerful right yeah. Yeah. yeah the value of being alone getting to know myself mm-hmm. getting to know what's actually important to me mm-hmm. separate of somebody else i know that's hard right oh mm-hmm. my gosh you know i was in a marriage for
1: a million years yeah. and i didn't from my marriage i went to relationship to relationship because i was so comfortable with someone being there yeah and at the time later down in life when I got older and I said you know I don't want to be in a relationship I just kind of want to focus on myself the feeling of just me yeah you know my kids were getting older they were one was off to the Navy the other one was soon gonna go to school and just like knowing like oh my god I'm really gonna be by myself what is that gonna feel like
0: yeah I think
1: that's transformed me and helped me be the person that I am today because I took that time. It was difficult. Yeah. But I took that time, and it's a beautiful, powerful, incredible thing just dating yourself, learning yourself, knowing yourself, (laughs) having conversations with yourself, (laughs) journaling your (laughs) thoughts. Like, it's a whole other feeling. Yeah. But it puts you also in a great place to date because you know yourself so well. You know what you will accept and what you will not.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that exactly what you're pointing to that dating yourself and it takes you out of desperation. Oh, 100%. Right? Because yeah. I remember in between each relationship being so desperate to get into the next one. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, for me, I was very much conditioned that you have to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. like what else are you going to do with yourself (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and even though i i made a choice to be like a career girl like i really wanted to focus on my career i still always had it in the back of my mind that nothing's complete unless i'm with somebody else as well
1: but then you probably if you're at all like me would settle
0: yes whether
1: or not it was the right person yeah because you wanted that relationship and that companionship you would settle for whatever it was, whoever I could
0: mold exactly, into exactly <laughs> like
1: the project. Yeah. Right? they are like, you know what? You're going to be, I can get you to be how I want you yeah. to be, even if it didn't make sense, but it's just that comfort of being in a relationship.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. What's so crazy too is that I, I was in a 13 year relationship from when, when I was 19 to 32. And I, I have to say, even to this day, I feel like he was the love of my life and mm-hmm. I definitely feel like with him, there was no, um, there was no settling when it came to that relationship. Mm-hmm. But when that relationship broke down, I was really devastated by the breakdown of that relationship. And that's when sort of the desperation kicked in. Mm-hmm. So what, you just wanted anybody. I like, wanted, whatever. yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to be in a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I went on exploration. I started dating women. I started like and somebody. Oh, you just wanted, right? you wanted someone there. What was crazy is that... That was around the same time that that sort of dating online started to happen. I know mm. I'm dating myself, but dating online started to happen, I wanna say that would have been what, the early two thousands? Yeah, early two
1: thousands. Yeah. So yeah. So I
0: was like prime mm-hmm. and desperate around mm-hmm. the early two <laughs> thousands, right? Where are they? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, a lot of dating online was like You know those message rooms and stuff like that, and the catfishing was out of control. It was crazy Mm. back then, and it's and wasn't even that safe of a thing to be doing. No, you know, like I, it wasn't like I slept with people or anything like that. Just you know, would meet people for dates, and I have some crazy stories of like meeting people and just being Mm. like, what? That there was a guy I met who literally, I kid you not, was about 125 pounds. (laughs) heavier than he was in the, in the picture that he had sent me that he'd emailed me cuz back then you had to email pictures the yeah, absolute catfish so catfish and i actually wasn't like you know angry about it or anything like that but it made him so nervous that he couldn't even get through the date like he just oh. kept sweating profusely oh. he was so uncomfortable and i'm like dude oh. Oh. <laughs> buddy right mm-hmm. but i say all of that to say you know that desperate place of needing to be in a relationship—what it's calling for—is—is is like what you were talking about. Can I let myself be okay with mm-hmm. alone time?
1: Mm-hmm. That's hard.
0: It's—it's it's hard and so I important. Know, it,
1: it's hard, but it's also scary. Yeah, I think when you're used to having. Someone there. Whether it's your single parent, you're used to having kids in your house all the time and then they go away. Yeah. Or if you're used to being in a marriage or a relationship and you did everything with this person and then you wake up one morning and it's just you. Yeah.
0: That's scary. It is scary. Mm-hmm. Scary as hell. Yeah. And exactly the reason why why we need to do it, I believe. A hundred percent. Because I know. No, I agree. Right? I, agree. I know even coming out of my abusive relationship, I was scared as hell to be by myself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the healing started that I was like, okay, this is exactly why I need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. I was scared. I was ready to go back into that relationship. I was so scared. Like I would have almost rathered to keep beating up on each other Versus than to be being alone. alone, alone in that. I don't even recognize who that person was. When I look back at myself then, I'm like, who were you? But look at but, all the work that you've done since then. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: then there also had to have been that aha moment where you're like, what the yes, heck? What the hell are you doing? Exactly. You know, I've had that. A lot of people have probably had that moment. Yeah. And
0: now I look at you. It's like, what the? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout. i <laughs> tell you that aha moment. Right? I you every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my sweetheart. This has been so fantastic. I'm hoping you're going to come back on the show again. I am so feeling at home. Are you? The mimosa <laughs> is flowing. Right,
1: we got the mimosa. I am anytime, anytime. Yeah,
0: you have to come back on for sure. Of so, um, that's it. The store, Kirby Brown Yogi. You guys know. Go get your Epic Woman mug. Instagram at Ask for Candy Podcast at at Candy Love Coach, what's your Instagram, Jada? Where they can find you? Where people want to find oh my you. My
1: goodness,
0: what is it? Uh, Jada Noel. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. At Jada Noel. At Jada Noel. At
1: Jada okay. J a i d a, just so people know.
0: J a i d a. And then Noel. N o e l l e, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so you Thank can you find for Jada. Me. Of See course, you. honey bunny. This was
1: fun.
0: Yeah. Is there any like goodbye takeaway you want to give give everybody before we sign off?
1: Um, I think the takeaway is just get rid of the list, Yeah. focus on the big picture, and what is
0: essential
1: to being happy. Height yeah. doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. I love it. Yay, Thank you, Miss Jada. So until next time, everybody, never forget that you are a love machine. If you ever start to feel like you aren't getting the love you need, just make more and ask for candy. I love you. Bye now. Mwah, Bye. Mwah, mwah. I
1: call my
0: sugar
1: candy because I.